Tom Brady, I knew he was going to have a challenge doing TV. Because you're just surrounded by clowns the whole time. Greg Olson, to hear about his kids' fucking heart problems. Don't fucking listen to that shit. My kids are on ventilators. Fucking sit there and listen to that shit. Fucking bring my... Fucking bring me down. You can't just let people talk to you about their problems. Alright? Because it gets in your ears. And you listen to it. And... Like, for instance, if you get hurt, you should say, that doesn't hurt. And your molecules and your blood vessels and your cells, they listen to you. Marching orders. And it tells you, it signals your body, stop hurting. And then you stop hurting. And so if you let some fucking retard sit there and talk to you about all their fucking problems, then it's the sound is... They're the CEO of your cells. And they fucking... Your cells start listening to him and start acting and on the orders that he's giving you. To be an asshole. To be average. You know... And so that's why I just like... Anybody starts telling me about their problems and stuff. I'm like, oh, get away from me. I want to hear about that shit. And they, you're a fucking narcissist, bro. You got antisocial personality disorder, bro. No, I don't. Maybe. Maybe I do. I don't care. There's nothing to care about. I. It's like when you're like a serial killer, right? Like, I don't think I would actually like the part where I have to, like, you know, cut her head off or bash her teeth out or... But I... The part before where I'm, like, doing... Sorry, my wife called. Where was I? About serial killers. So, like, I think I could do, like, the, um... You know, like, the... You trust me and I'm, like, a great guy... You know, like in the beginning of Fresh, uh, that movie on Hulu where he's like a great guy and he's a doctor and they're hanging out and they're fucking and they're getting close and he brings her out to the cabin to drink. I could do all that part. Um, I could do like the basement with a girl and a dog leash around her ankle and I give her like Cosmopolitan magazines. I could do all that part. Um... I don't know. And then I could do the part after. After the wincing and the pain and stuff. I could do the part after where like her decapitated heads like on my kitchen counter. And I'm putting the makeup on it. And the eyelashes and the wigs. And kind of just making like my own little Barbie doll. I could maybe do that part. I don't know if I could do the pain part in the middle where you actually have to like. You know I shot a bird once and I feel like I was going to maybe cry and I told my cousin I said will you take care of it and go throw it in the in the uh in the brook in the babbling brook and he did and then I don't know it was a day later I shot another bird and I was like dude I can't do this this is it. I don't like it and I I said will you take care of it and he went and got it and he threw it in the stream and then I think I shot another one and I was like I can't fucking 
I don't, I don't, I'm not even getting enjoyment out of this. I don't like it. And, uh, he went and he took care of the bird. And I was like, I don't, I don't even like shooting guns that much. And then I think like right before I left, uh, their farm in Idaho, I think I killed another bird. I shot it off the office fence, like right before I got in the family car. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I fuck, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm sorry. And I, I take this and I handed him the gun and I got in the car and we left. And I'm assuming he went and took care of it. So I only ended up killing four or five birds, but I hated it the entire time. I didn't like it at all the entire time. You know, all I could think about is like, I am shooting these birds and they're dying. And, you know, it's all, it's, is it what you're supposed to do? Cause you have the BB gun and they're a fucking bird. You know, so like part of me is like, I'm not responsible. They're supposed to fucking, this is what you do to these things. I'm on vacation. I'm having fun. I'm fucking shoot a couple birds. You know, people do it all the time. But, uh, I never knew the birds. I know their names. I fucking, you know, I don't know what nest they came from. They couldn't go back to. I don't, I didn't like it. Um, but that's the thing about, about, uh, you know, and now I have, I actually have a theory about serial killers now is that the reason there's so few, few and far between, you got Instagram checking you in and Facebook and Twitter and they just check you in everywhere and you have no time to do any of the romantic stuff like, you know, wrap her hair up in your fist and pull her head back and look her in her eyes and say things like, you're going to die, bitch. There's just not enough time for that shit. And you try to, like, kiss her and she bites your lip and you're fucking bitch, I'll fucking kill you! There's just not... The romance isn't there. And that's why there's so many, like, fucking uh, mass shootings because they're like, fuck, dude. Like, Ted Bundy used to, you know, he killed, like, say, a 100 women. But, like, that was in 70s, 80s. They couldn't track you. There wasn't algorithms and AI and all this shit. And now it's, like, if a guy wants to be, like, a prolific serial killer, he's got to kill 100 fucking people, in, in like, in three minutes. That's why there's, that's why those shootings are happening. So I don't know what's better. Do we just, like, say, like, hey, look... Fucking serial killing's fine. You get to kill one, two people, three people every two years, three years. Homeless people, hobos, prostitutes. You know how, like, you have, like, a a fish tank or something. You put, like, hermit crabs in there and it eats, like, the plankton. Or it eats, you know, it's like... we, We can have people that, like, their job is to, like, clean the tank... And they, they kill and eat the prostitutes. You know what I mean? They keep life fresh. You know, get rid of the, the sluts, the scum. And, uh, yeah, they're kind of, you know... Get rid of the homeless people. Like, you can hunt them. 
just leave everyone else, you know, there should be, like, you should be verified, like, a human has a blue check, like, they're not allowed to be killed, but, like, if they don't have a blue check, you know, they're not an outstanding citizen, they don't have a good credit score, they don't have a good job, they're not, uh, you know, doing Little League and stuff, like, they don't have the blue check, they're not verified, you get their fair game, you can kill them if you want, I mean, all day, every day. And you can see it. You know, you have the Apple iPro goggles on. You can see it next to their head. You're walking into the mall. You're like, ugh. She doesn't have a blue check. I technically could follow her back to her car and kill her right now. And nothing would happen. And the cops show up. She's choked to death. You're sitting there sweating. The cop's like, let me see your fucking ID. You show them. He goes, let me see her ID. He's like looking. He sees that she's not blue checked. And they fucking, he hands your ID back. He says, get the fuck out of here. You freak. And they, and the uh, big fucking, uh, one of those coffin cars where they put the coffins in. It shows up. They load her in it in the back. They take her off. And it's like, it's like a traffic ticket. You know, you kill a big-titted bitch without a blue check, you get a traffic ticket. And it, but, and the, the reason is it's justified because it's their fault now because they didn't do enough to get the blue check. They didn't hold a steady job. They didn't pay the fucking IRS, do their taxes. They didn't fucking donate to a charity, whatever. They didn't, they, like, you're dead because you didn't do enough or you would have had the blue check you would have immortality and uh, they need to get to some kind of caste system like that I think that I think they started it on Twitter and social media with the blue checks with the celebrities but we need to start saying like you know we need to start like siphoning off portions of the city I know they're trying to get into gentrification and so they can let all the diverse people like live amongst the white people. I will say this. I will say this. Is out of all the races, white people, like white trash, like white trash poor people, they're probably the worst. Let's be real. Let's be real here. Like if you got like a good you got like a homeless white guy, a white trash, white people, like they're, they're the worst. They're not supposed to be poor. You know, they're smart because they're white and now they're poor. And so you just know that they're, they're just like a piece of shit, but they're smart enough to not be a piece of shit. So next thing you know, the homeless guys are having crawfish boils and building sheds because they're smart enough to have a successful life but they're just a piece of shit. And like the other races when they're poor, like it's it's kind of a genetic thing like they know how to cope with it and they know how to deal with it and use food stamps and EBTs and kind of get along and and kind of fit in and be poor and it it kind of be like you know, safe and they can use it as motivation to get out of the trap or wherever they're wherever they're whatever ghetto wherever they're at. 
I'm talking any race, but like white people specifically, the worst kind of piece of shit, white trash, poor people are white because they're just not supposed to be there. And so when you see them, you're like, man, that guy, I know he's an asshole. You know, they're like opinionated homeless people, homeless people that vote. But we need to start siphoning off portions of society. I don't agree with the gentrification blend. The interspecies uh, uh, sex. Because you're just creating like mutts. You know like that girl in college that you're dating and she wants to have like that fucking... It's like a fox terrier, pit bull fucking chocolate lab fucking mix mutt from the SPCA it's rambunctious it jumps around you gotta kick it in the fucking ribs smack it down you don't train it you gotta take it to the dog park it's always bothering people it's a piece of shit like that's what type of humans we're gonna start making there's something to be said about being a pure uh, blood purebred champion. You know, the blood is pure. The genetics are pure. You look at a blueprint of their, of their life and it's easy to read. It's clean, clear, and concise. You know, you can anticipate, you know, like a white person, you can like You can anticipate him graduating from high school, getting a college degree, getting a job, coaching a little league team. Because you just know the blood's pure. That's what the, that's the the baseline. That's where the blood, that's what it's going to make them do. Then you start getting into all the mixed race stuff and you're like, ah, I don't know. Is he going to go to college or not? Is he, you know, is he going to be a waiter? Is he going to get a good degree? And go do something with his life? Or is he going to start doing drugs? Because he doesn't fit in? Is he going to start getting into the whole woke? Like like which side of the race is he going to feel attacked by? Is he going to be smart and just be the white guy who doesn't care? Who just like is satisfied and confident. And knows that words are just whistles and that he's not going to be scared of fucking sounds coming from people's mouths or is he going to be like the fucking uh like I said the rambunctious dog that got kicked and and fucking attacks children and attacks people because he's just used to getting fucking beaten down and beat up and nobody wants him he's used to being an SPCA and dog kennels and tasered and picked up by the fucking uh, pest control. And, you know, that's where it starts getting dicey. The DNA starts getting dicey on what, what it's going to do. And people become less predictable, less programmable. There's a broader, uh, spectrum of the soul, you know, it's like a ghost. Like, you know, a ghost has a white sheet. It's, it's a, it, you become like your soul becomes soiled linen. There's some dark spots. There's some, you know, pea stains. 
people have soul people have souls of pea stains on it on the sheet people have souls with the pea stains on the ghost sheet and that's just that's just kind of where we're at as a society it's not right it's not wrong it is what it is. Nile crocodiles don't fucking, you know, they eat the deer. You know, they don't fuck with the hippos because the hippos will crack their backs in half. But they eat the deer. And the deer know that. So they stay away from that part of town. They stay away from the gentrification. Too many herds are they're moving in next to each other and they're living next to each other and it's like carnivores and omnivores and herbivores and it's like people are dying because they live next door to a fucking dinosaur. People are dying because a fucking you're a you're a uh, you're a, a fucking uh, bison. And you live across the pond from a fucking uh, guy who's a cold-blooded Nile crocodile fucking serial killer. He wants to fucking kill you and eat you. Sure, I'll let you get some water every once in a while, whatever. But he wants to bite your fucking head off. And we think we're so smart as humans. We're so so sophisticated. We should be able to get along and all this. Well, tell that to the fucking Nile crocodiles. Tell that to the fucking... uh, Tell that to the predator and prey in the African fucking jungles and the Amazon and that ecosystem. Tell that to them. Why can't they rationalize? They fucking breed and fucking have families. I just think humans aren't spending enough time thinking about how you're you're an animal bro you are an animal all right you pretend like you're fucking book smart you know i mean this is really what happened this is really what happened is they is they made the bible you know whatever a couple thousand years ago as a manuscript as a manual for human behaviors to try to give us a moral compass and code because people used to just kill and fuck and eat and slaughter each other all the time and then the bible came around it started over through darwinism and started the commands got in our ears we were reading it like i said when you read things you hear things like you're, the inside of your body can hear what you're saying about yourself. That's why people have low self-esteem. They suck. If you have high self-esteem, you're commanding your troops inside your body to work hard for you. And so the Bible, you read the Bible and they hear it. And then it trains your, the, your brain waves to think about the moral consequences of the Bible. And you start to behave. That's what the book's about. The Bible is a book to control human behavior. It's an agreed upon collective consciousness, a moral code for our citizens. So that way we don't kill each other. We don't cause harm to each other. 
And it, I've said this before, I think it needs some fine-tuning, it needs an adjustment. I think uh, morals and ethics have changed. You know, I said before, like, if I was a caveman, which I would have been great at, you know, I would tell women that clothes were illegal. Um, I would... You know, I would live behind a great waterfall. I would just fucking... I would be... I'd just be sucking on cavewoman titties all day. Eating, fucking, shitting, swimming. Enjoying my goddamn self. Well, things change and now people have clothes on. And people are scared and they hide their dicks and their pussies. And they hide their titties. You ever seen a woman go to a restaurant and a big titted fucking waitress walks up and she kind of gets upset a little bit because you're like, you know, you're looking at her. Why is that? Why why are we near a big titted slut? It's kind of, in a way, it's a, it's a little intimidating. You know, even the guy's a little nervous. That's why they cover it up in the corporate world. That's why they hide your pussies and your titties and your dicks in the corporate world. Could could you imagine if you if like to be a CEO of a company you had to have a six pack and you had to be jacked and you had to be a fucking alpha male and you had to have a ten inch dick? I don't know why we almost don't fucking do this shit and kind of see through Darwinism what happens. Like, you can only be rich if you're a hot piece of ass. You want a piece of the pie, you gotta be a hot piece of ass. And what that would do to people. Would they work out more and eat less? How would that change leadership? I talked about how fake leadership is. How can we truly gauge leadership if you got a suit on? Because you're hiding like the most basic part of leadership, which is like your physical presence, your physical intimidating presence, the, you know, your body. Like if you were in nature and you were a fucking lion, they could see you're a big lion with huge claws. How much would you have to use words and key words and fucking lingo and jargon and all this fake pseudo intellectual bullshit to lead back in the day you could just be like do it or I'll crack your fucking skull open and we still have that gangs, mafias, prison yards but that's where you're segregated to and some people got smart and they learned how to keep that all in they learned how to not speak that much and how to, you know, actions speak louder than words and how to wear a suit. Suit kind of, uh, it's like a, uh, it's like a blank canvas. It's like a blank face. You don't know what's happening. You just see a suit. You don't see any personality. You don't see the person. You just see a suit. 
It's like a shield. A suit is a shield. One of the most powerful shields. You automatically don't think the person is stupid. They're in a suit. The moral of the story, basically, for mankind is to just shut the fuck up and put a suit on. And never talk. Stop emailing. Just be quiet. Young people, when they get jobs, they like to fucking send these paragraph emails. Fucking eight paragraph fucking emails. Periods and commas and sentences and fucking best regards of fucking paragraphs. And they're all acidic. And they're mean in their emails. Stop emailing. Okay, got it. Will do. Got your message. That's it. That's all you should say. Okay, got it. Don't be blaming people and all that shit. But at the end of the day, you just got to go about life and just hope that you make the best of it. You know, when I used to play college football, I would say, uh, I'd be like, man, you know, I can't wait to, you know, if you have a nine to five job, man, it'd probably so easy, you know, cause we're doing mat drills at 5am and stuff. It'd probably so easy, but it, it's just worse. It's worse. You're not working out. You're not in basketball shorts. You don't get a free breakfast. You're hungover. You got to go meet with people who are pissed off. That's all the business world is, is everyone's just pissed off about the bad service, service recovery. Everyone's just mad. They forgot to do this. They forgot to do that. You got to go fucking talk them out of it and fix it. And you look around, you're like, what did I spend my time on? What did I spend my time doing? You know, I drive to Fort Worth today. I was there for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck did I go to Fort Worth for? No reason. I'm smart enough to have one of those jobs where you don't where you can be anywhere at any time. You don't have to be anywhere. I just I'm just driving around. It's the best kind. But you just you're like, what am I doing? But then you're not going to go be an entrepreneur because then all the pressure's on you. You got to have QuickBooks and manage the payroll and hire the people. And you got you to be HR, payroll, manager, supervisor, frontline worker. You got to be all of it until you get enough money to start separating yourself. That's why nobody does that shit. It takes 15 businesses. Before one actually works. But you're going to wake up when you get older and you're just going to say, what am I doing? All day long. I'm not doing anything. There's, It's crazy what I wasted your time doing. You know, people even have like, you know, these jobs they go to and they just literally type fake emails on their computer. They go on a, a lunch break where if you go on a lunch break... And you spend $20 at lunch. All right. And most of the young kids, you know, they're going to make, let's say, under 30 bucks an hour. 
then as you get older, you know, 40, 50, 60, and then if you can make it, you know, you get up in the whatever. So you just spent 25 bucks at McAllister's. You just like an hour for free canceled yourself out. To do what? Eat at work? And that's all it is. That's all there is to do.